Hello, my name is Karen Mendoza, and I'm here with an employee of Santa Rosa Immigration Clinic. Her name is? Marlene Gutierrez. And we're going to just start um, with some questions just to get her, get to know her a little bit better and to get a little bit more of an understanding of the work that Santa Rosa does. Um, please describe your role and your responsibilities in the organization. So basically in the office, I do a lot of assisting with, I, I assist the, the director of the office a lot. Um, that would include like making copies, interviewing clients. And then af after he directs, he, so he'll, he'll do the initial interview and then he will pass each client to a certain member of the office. We'll, we'll finish off the interview and assist them with filling out any family-based applications that they need. Um, it could be family petitions, adjustments, um, renewals for work permits, residency cards, whatever it is, it is that the community needs. And who does the initial interviews? Doctor, uh, you're fine. <laughs> Director Jesse Margarito. No. Uh, Jess Margarito yeah. and how long have you worked at this organization? I started volunteering there about two years ago and I just I'm still there I haven't left um, I started in March and then in June I was hired as a staff member and how many employees does this um, facility have? Right now we have about eight employees um, there's another member of the office who is also part-time like me, and uh, yeah. Um, would you be able to describe the people of your organization, um, the services and the services you provide um, to the individuals and clients? Um, well, we have right now the accredited representative of the office and the director and staff members and other staff members who do a little bit about the same that I do. Um, so we have Adan. We have Adan, who's the accredited representative, and then do, uh, the director, Jess Margarito, and his son, Miguel Margarito. And then we have Ineda, Stephanie, uh, myself, and Lisette. Lisette. And what does an average day at the organization look like to you? For me, uh, I would start my day off with making phone calls checking my email, um, making sure that I contact the clients that I need to contact for the day because since, because since I am filling out their applications, sometimes we do have information that's pending or missing or um, when their packets are ready to go, they need to come in to sign and take their packet to the post office. But basically, I, I do have my own adjustments, my own petitions that I need to work on for the day. So depending on my caseload is how I prioritize what I need to do. Can you please explain why you chose to work at this organization? I chose to work at Immigration Services of Santa Rosa because I felt there was there's a really great need for um, help with undocumented families in, in my community. Most of the people that we do work with are from the surrounding areas, so I felt and because I am, my family is also personally affected by the immigration laws we have, I felt that I could definitely do my part in, just by getting involved with the office. Nice. And do you think you would be able to share at least one lesson you have learned as a result of working there? 
I've definitely learned not to take anything for granted um, with the with the experiences I have had with immigration in my family um, and for my for my family I guess it was a little different than most most of the people that come into our office so definitely not to take anything for granted because some of the stories that we do hear that people have to overcome just just to be able to live in this country and how they've been able to do it for so long is, is definitely inspiring and yeah and I know that you first started off as an intern, also as a student at CSUN um, for the course that you took, which was the Chicano 270 class. And eventually you ended up staying. Can you tell us a little bit about that story? Yeah, so like you said, I started at, in the Channel Studies 270 class and I decided to do my volunteer hours at the office. And I really liked it a lot. I felt that uh, it was a very humbling experience. Um, and I, I just, I just kept coming. I never, I never left. That and the, the director and the credit representative. I guess they saw that uh, both Lisette and I, because we were both uh, hired at the same time, they saw that they saw the dedication and commitment we had to the office and to the community. And because we really saw that the office was, um, they, they really, they really do help. Um, the people that come into the office so we, we felt that it was our responsibility to to just keep going and do whatever they needed us to do and i believe you'll be graduating this may from cal state northridge can you describe um your major so i was a chicano 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 studies major with a minor in sociology and yeah i'm really excited to graduate or walk the stage this may just three weeks from now it's very exciting <laughs> um what is your overall favorite thing to do at santa rosa my favorite thing to do is call up clients to let them know that we've received their approval notices to let them know that we receive their residency cards that's definitely the most exciting part because you 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 see the result of your heart not only your hard work but the work that the client did i mean to, to get to that point because there's people who wait over 20 years just to just to hold that card in their hands and so when they finally come in and you have to make a copy of the card and you get to hand it to the client and you just see a little bit of a hope in them which is i think this is definitely my my favorite part do you feel that some stories that come across um, into the office have impacted your life or have stayed with you permanently? Definitely. Um, we, we have a lot of clients who, who have very harsh um, experiences uh, being un undocumented in this country. We have a lot of mixed status families where you all, there's, there, there will be that one person in the family who's undocumented and they definitely not only them but the entire family lives in fear um, but just getting to see how resilient these families are and how far they've come um, definitely motivates you to just keep going and do whatever it is that you can for them is there any specific uh, story i know that the stories of the clients are um very well kept by Jess Margarito of Santa Rosa, but without mentioning any names, is there any specific case that you you constantly think about or will always remember that 
was very sad or dramatic in your opinion? We do have this one case. It's still it's still pending, but basically that we do have a client who applied for a U visa um, because he was basically kidnapped and shot and left for dead under a bridge in in Silmar. And basically when he was on his lunch break at work, he saw someone that was breaking into his car and he tried to stop them. But the people that were breaking into his car, they ended up um, taking them with him. Taking them, yeah, taking him, sorry. And basically they kept him, they kept him for three days. They shot him a couple times and they left him, like I said, under a bridge until someone saw him and reported it. Right now, the client is not, li- he's not living in California, he's living somewhere else um, because he couldn't, he just couldn't bear with the, with the trauma that he experienced and because of that, he, for- he also forgets a lot of, a lot of the details of what he went through, um, but the director, he, he had a huge part in, the, in this case, he would go to, because the, the police were not, um, Working with the office, they, the director would ask for certain police reports or um, certain details of, of the event and they were, not, they were not cooperating fully so he, he had to go in himself to the, to the police station and he had to file multiple complaints. And, I mean, he, he, he even had the client come in one day just to have like a I guess a deeper interview with him uh, but it was definitely traumatic um, listening to the story I never got to meet him myself but his his story is definitely one that that I won't forget that's crazy and because you did say um you're a Chicano studies minor I believe uh, major major yeah um do you see yourself continuing your work in this field of helping those who are undocumented i definitely do want to continue with that um i will be starting my uh, graduate program this fall uh, here at csun i will be trying to get my master in social work and i do aim to work with um, latino communities especially Um, i do want to continue working with immigrant families because i feel that there's a great need especially now when there's so much fear involved. Um, I, I see that, that there's a lot of families and students because I work, I, work with, uh, I work at a school as well with a lot of Latinos who have undocumented parents and, and you see that there's a certain um, trauma that, that is involved with what they go through and I feel that, that there's definitely something there for me that I could I I could uh, help. Do you specifically see yourself um, continuing your work at Santa Rosa for the next, let's say, following maybe five to ten years? I'm not sure how long I would be at the office. I I do really feel that um, the work I'm doing is necessary for the community. Um, someone I feel like someone has someone has to do it, and I really like. I really do appreciate that I'm doing my part. Um, I mean, if I could stay that long, I, I definitely would be happy there. Um, I don't, I never, I never dread 
going to work. I'm always really excited to go, um, regardless of, of the stories that we hear sometimes. It's definitely humbling, and I would, I would be very grateful if I was able to stay longer. Um, in your honest opinion, do you think that just because Santa Rosa Immigration um, Clinic has provided services since, I believe, the early 80s, um, do you think there, there's a need for any improvements or would you suggest anything to either the director, Jess Margarito, or overall for the clini clinic to either expand or continue staying where it is? Um, right now, I feel like the office is... I, I mean, I think the office has done a great job at, with everything. If there were any changes that I would recommend would be maybe... Because the office is a little old-fashioned in terms of uh, its technology, for example, um, I would definitely—I know—I know, I would definitely try to get um, a website up for the organization. Um, most of our most of our clients come in because they hear it through word of mouth. We don't really have any type of advertising, which so far has I. Has really worked for the offices for the office we've been very blessed to get a lot of clients um, especially through um, word of mouth when people tell their friends their family their neighbors um, but I definitely think that a website would really help the organization and help the clients especially people who are coming for the first time or clients who are calling from different states because we do have a lot of clients that are not from around the area that we never get to meet Um, it's everything is either through email or phone calls, um, but I think a website which I which I believe we are the office is working on ob obtaining one. They're creating one right now, um, but I think that would definitely help out the office. You mentioned that you have cases in other states, um, and I believe in other countries as well. Is yeah. there has there ever been a, a time where someone? Um, has actually left the state or the country to go meet with a client? Um, we haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard of any, of anybody in the office going, like flying out to meet somebody, but there are a lot of clients who do trust us and some of them will even fly to us um, from different states. They, they, we have clients, we have a client who's from Alaska, we have people from Oregon, Nevada, We've had a lot of people from um, Iowa calling lately, but people from all over do do call us. But I haven't I haven't heard of anyone from the office going to them. Um, my next following question might be a little bit tricky. Um, how would you if can you describe Santa Rosa Immigration Clinic using only three words? Um, committed. I would definitely say committed. Um, hardworking and honest. I feel that there are a lot of um, organizations out there um, who will take in clients and make a lot of promises to to people. Even if um, they'll they'll tell clients, "Oh yeah, you're eligible for this and that," but it, when it comes down to it, um, there's a lot of organizations that will just take your money and just run with it without without warning clients of, of what they're eligible for and what they're not eligible for.
can you explain a little bit how Santa Rosa is able to maintain its stores open in terms of like funding and where they um, get their money from to provide these services? Uh, Immigration Services of Santa Rosa is a nonprofit. We don't have money that comes from anywhere else. All the money is from the clients. So um, some there have been times where the office will be a little slow. So sometimes I guess that's a little worrisome, but we always make it work. The, the clients are always faithful to us and because everything is through word of mouth, there's always people coming in um, because they hear it from someone else. So every all the money that we get in the office is from the clients. Okay, um, well, I think that pretty much sums up the services and the work and dedication that comes out of Santa Rosa Immigration Clinic and what their full mission is about, which is helping undocumented individuals and the people that work there are are extremely dedicated to the work they do and how proud they feel providing and being able to give give services to to the undocumented folks um, of the community of San Fernando. And this would conclude the interview with Marlene Gutierrez. So thank you so much, Marlene. Thank you for having me, Karen.